Well, hello there. If you are listening, you are probably one of the awesome people who is a small group leader here at Jacob's Well. And so we have a very special podcast edition of the School of Unlearning just for small group leaders. And we are going to answer all your questions. All right, let's get started. Well, I am so very grateful for everybody listening. And like I say, if you're listening, you are probably one of the people who help us shepherd this church. That's what small group leaders do. They come alongside people, they organize them, they get them moving in the right direction, they get them in the scriptures, they're teaching them how to pray, and that's what you do as a small group leader. And I just want to say thank you. I think during this time of pandemic, it's never been more important for us to help people connect with God and each other and the scriptures and their identity in Christ and so our community component is super important. And thank you for being a person who champions that here at Jacob's Well. I am joined during this podcast with the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Reams, our church executive pastor. Uh, and Mark has responsibilities around here. He has a lot of responsibilities around here, but uh, he's in charge of building and grounds and the ministry overview of our church. And so right now, because of uh, transitions in staff, Formation really falls under Mark's world. So, hi, Mark. Hi, Paul. How are you today? I'm glad that you're here. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. You bet. You bet. It's very cool. Um, so, this uh, this podcast is is really designed for you as small group leaders to get some information about what's going on with formation and small group life here at Jacob's Well. And so, let me just start by saying this. One of the things that you may have noticed that is that ordinarily... Here at Jacobs, well, this time of year, you're hearing about things like, you know, small group rallies, and we're looking for new leaders and trying to get people to gather up in small groups. And this year is a little different. And the reason why is because as we put on our listening ears, you know, to both the people of the church and to God, and as we started paying attention to what the needs of people are right now, we, we have found a pretty loud and clear voice that right now people are not looking for another thing to join. They're not looking for uh, a group. Their their lives are very complicated and very full. Their lives um, are complicated at work and at school and family is complicated. And so they're not going to be very likely to sign up for a new group or a six-week group or a five-week class. So we understand that that Although they're not going to be interested in making that kind of commitment, there's a huge longing. There's still a huge need for connection and community. There is a spiritual uh, awareness and hunger that I, I, have, I don't know that I've ever seen as a pastor before. So our group life, our formation life, and the work you do is more important than ever um, because we need to be the church of Jesus Christ. I think, you know, Mark, there's a low hum of anxiety that's just the behind the scenes for everybody because of all the craziness that's going on. I think uh, a low to medium hum, <laughs> uh, for sure, of anxiety. And sometimes it's a cacophony of just, yes. oh my gosh, what, how am I going to handle this thing? It just seems like every day there's another twist or turn with, you know, riots and pandemics and elections and, uh, you know, murder hornets and every other thing that happens. So it's just been, it's been crazy. And what that has done is it's kind of shaken the tree a little bit so that people who during times of difficulty are going to look towards God and the scripture and to the community of faith are, are deepening. And so 
although there's there's a reluctance to join something, there's a great openness to receive teaching, you know, connection, community. So that's what we want to talk to you about as a small group leader. Now, having said all that, you're listening because you're a small group leader. You have a small group, and we still have dozens of small groups that continue to stay together, to stay stay meeting, and they're meeting in all kinds of different ways. Right. So, well, and you know, you know, because there are so many meetings going on, that's one of the things that's given us confidence even through the whole summer. Yes. In that that the church is is well connected and still connected because small groups were carrying that burden, and uh, I don't I don't know how many there are, but it's 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 many. Uh, yeah. You know, many dozens of small groups that have been meeting throughout this whole time. Yes. And so going into this fall, we, we probably have about a 40 to 60 groups and then maybe a dozen or so more than that, maybe what we call care groups or, you know, that's everything from celebrate recovery to um, divorce care, divorce care, stuff like that. that. Yep. And so we still have hundreds of people who are meeting regularly in groups and they're doing it in different ways. So some Started with Zoom groups. They're doing Zoom groups. They've stuck with Zoom groups. I love Zoom groups. You do. Well, good. And there are people who do. I think, I'm not sure you do, but but some people do. Um, um, other people are meeting in their homes as they have been. Um, other people are meeting on campus. And of course, if you do meet on campus, you've got to do the mask thing and you've got to do social distancing. But we have rooms available and we've got those set up for you to have meaningful, good groups together here on campus. Many people are using our patios and our fire pits, and I think we still probably have several weeks we can still get away with that without getting too cold. In fact, a couple of our patios, we're getting some heating. Yep, we've got a couple of heaters that will be uh, out there and ready to use. Yes, and so um, if you wanted to reserve a spot, you know, to have your group meet, um, then uh, you'd call Annie and she'd get you all set up. I know the overseer group, uh, when we meet uh, for either meetings or prayer, the last probably half a dozen times we met up in the prayer garden. It was just perfect. It's just, it was very cool to just pray the sunset in. That's what I was going to say. If yeah. you haven't been in the prayer garden at sunset, you should try that. It's very, uh, very cool. Yeah. Other groups are using more of an event-oriented approach. So they're saying, instead of saying, hey, let's meet every Tuesday at this time, Let's just do this one at a time. So next Saturday, we're going to go to the pumpkin patch, or we're going to go to a corn maze, or we're going to go to the prayer trails of Jacob's Well, or we're going to go on a hiking trail, or we're going to go to an apple orchard. We're going to do something to stay connected. And that that's one of the encouragements I want to give to you as small group leaders is stay connected with your group. Even if you're not meeting every week or, or even that regularly, go ahead and call, go ahead and text, go ahead and make sure folks are okay. And especially folks you might think maybe aren't, pandemicing well, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and that's the counting sheep that we've been yes, talking about uh, yes. around here. And, and it's just making sure that people are okay. Yes. They're, they're feeling uh, uh, connected to somebody in the church. And, uh, you yeah. know, from a small group perspective, that is uh, how, you know, maybe a larger church becomes a smaller church and more yes. personal is through those small groups, through that counting sheep, through those check-ins. Yes. It's really mean, important. There are thousands of people who come to our church. And so there's no way that just the pastors here are going to be able to keep track of everybody. That's why what you do as small group leaders is just so very, very important. Now, we're working hard uh, to communicate with you. And so we've got several ways that I want to just encourage you to stay engaged. Um, 
in these weeks and uh, in, in as we're going through this together. First thing I want you to do is make sure that you're receiving the church weekly newsletter. It's full of information, things that are being highlighted, points of information, events that we have going on both virtually and in person. Um, check out the website. The website is a treasure trove of resource. And almost every question you're going to have, you're going to find answered on that website. Please don't forget Right Now Media. If you're not sure what you want to study, pop onto Right Now Media. We've got on our, our page um, just tons of things that we've handpicked about prayer and about acts and about um, how to share your faith. You could do one of those studies. And so the resources are there for you. So just stay engaged in that, that, that respect. So what I want to do now is I want to address a handful of questions that have come in uh, to Annie and to some of uh, some others of us that some of you as small group leaders have. Now, some of the people have asked, uh, are we going to hire a new um, formation director? And the, the short answer is eventually we're going to staff a position like that. Um, but in the short term, we are not going to staff it. So there's still so much shifting on our staff and so much uncertainty and we just need to see how things are going to shake out over the next couple months before we decide exactly what direction we're going to go with that. Um, that just feels responsible. Now, having said that, you know, we've got Annie, we've got great pastors, we've got amazing volunteers. We think that we're going to be able to do really good formation, really good groups, really good spiritual life. I'm going to tell you about some of that here in just a minute um, with the people that we have. So in the short term, we're not planning on making um, a new hire to replace the position that Jenna had. Right. Well, and, and, and along that line, you know, Annie is very, uh, uh, consistent and she's just awesome. She is. Right. And I, I'm sure that many of our group leaders have, have had conversation with her. And if you haven't, uh, you should try that cause she's a pretty neat person. She is. But, uh, she's also super helpful yep. and, uh, she's got all kinds of information. And if she doesn't know answers to stuff, she comes and she finds that out and she gets back to you. And so that is a great resource as well. Yeah, along with that website and that newsletter and all yep. those other things. If you just can't find the answer, Annie's your person. And where you start. And if she doesn't know, we'll all get together and we'll figure out the answer and and we'll resource you on that. That's right. Another question that was being asked is, is it okay for us to start new groups? Well, the answer, of course, is yes. You know, we will help you with that. We will resource that. Really? It is, I know. And where it starts with is reaching out to Annie and saying, hey, Annie, I think I want to start a new group. And actually several people have done that. And Annie will send you an application for that group if you're not are not an already existing small group leader. And then um, there's a process where we go through a booklet and we talk to you about how to plan that, how to organize that, how to find curriculum and choose a date and a time and all those kinds of things. Um, we're actually going to start doing all that training, providing all that stuff online. It's not quite online yet, but it will be very, very soon. But until then, Annie can get you that information we would love to come alongside you and help you start new groups. Um, I know of three that are getting started, and we're going to start um, publicizing for that as well. Um, so, yeah, that's a very, very cool thing. Another question that's come up is, um, what if our group wants to do some kind of service project? I think service is on the heart of a lot of our groups. And so, Mark, do we have any service projects? So there are some, Paul. And, and service has been um, something that's just really getting a ton of traction here during this pandemic time and which yeah. really seems counter uh, counter uh, intuitive and and weird actually but um it's really the reality and and what we found is there's people in our church that are are looking to serve and wanting to serve and um so all through the summer actually there's been things going on where Jacobs well people have been serving um the health department serving people yep. that actually have covid and are in quarantine 
um, delivering the homeless, yep, the homeless, delivering food and 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 things that they need. And uh, so actually, uh, Jacob's Well has been functioning that way as a church, which has been awesome. Um, but things that are coming up, uh, you know, we've started serving uh, uh, UWL Claire students yep. that are that are in quarantine. And uh, apparently, the health department loves us, and yeah. uh, and has has actually sourced uh, Jacob's Well as a resource in the community and at the community at UWC yep. for people to, to get help. And so yep. um, we've got uh, we've got people that have been stepping into that, and uh, um, that's a place where groups could actually step in yep. and and uh, take on some of that food delivery and things that are going on there. The other thing that's coming up is uh, there's a group called Sojourner House here, yep. and. Uh, they ended up moving into Hobbs Arena during this pandemic time. Yeah, and they service the homeless population in Eau Claire. They do. That's correct. And so they've moved out of a facility or a couple of facilities into Hobbs um, during this time. Well, it's now time to move out of Hobbs because things are changing for them, and they're actually moving into a new facility um, over by uh, uh, off of Claremont, uh, which is, I think, the old Gordy's location. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that we've been asked to do as a church is to help with that move because it's a big move. Yeah, it's a lot of cleaning and hauling and preparing and yes. transitioning. Which uh, which sounds like uh, great opportunities for group serve. Yep. And uh, it's, uh, the data is still a little bit up in the air as we bring details together, but uh, I think we're shooting for a, probably a Saturday to do that. Yep. And uh, so there's going to be information coming out about that uh, probably sooner rather than later as we yep. get uh, the final details. But uh, if you're looking for things to do as a group, that's a great place to serve. Um, the other thing is if, if you're looking for something and you just don't know what it is, again, if you contact Annie yep. and just, just say, Hey, you know, our group wants to, to, to serve. We just don't know what to do. Well, there's, there's things that are going to be happening at the church. Um, we're going to get a, get a, uh, uh, a fall, a fall cleanup and workday, uh, scheduled here. I think it's going to end up being, uh, uh, let me get the date correct. Uh, 17th. the 17th of October. Yep, yep. The 17th of October. So We'll start promoting that, and so you'll be able cool. to see that. We'll send the group leaders a special notice on that, um, and maybe your group can uh, come together to serve there. Um, and then other than that, Annie can help you uh, get connected with other service projects that might be for you know, helping somebody uh, in the church that needs uh, needs something done at their home or things like that. Yeah, the, the other thing you can do, you can actually go to the website and click on that tab that says, I want to help, Yep. fill out the little form, and then actually Whitney would get a hold of you and help you get connected. That's and right. You brought your group with you that would be awesome yeah and i think in that uh, you could say that hey it's it's the you know the paul group or whoever sure. whatever your group name is and uh, and then she knows she's got uh, several people available all right very cool yeah serving is going to be uh uh i think the opportunities are going to be uh, numerous so that that's awesome. awesome very cool it's a great way to live out our discipleship it really is and all of this is discipleship so you know it's just a different delivery system for yes. discipleship um Knowing and becoming like Christ. That's right. A couple other things I want to let you know about is, is one, we have um, a couple major connection events coming up. So Men of Influence is gathering September 26th, and they are roasting a pig. That's this Saturday. It is this Saturday, and, it, and it, some of you may be listening to us after, after this is over, and you're going to go, oh, she went to that. Um, but they're doing a pig roast, and they're doing a bunch of game playing, and then they're going to have some devotion, maybe a little worship. And then they're going to see what guys are interested in groups or what guys are just interested in connecting. It's just a example of an event oriented thing to help people stay connected. Um, Women's connect is going to have an event October 4th called fall back in. And that's just going to be women gathering and they have some things planned, which uh, Jenna is um, actually one of the leaders for that. And Lori Galata and I think Diane Bryant and some yep. of just the 
coolest women in our church are going to be leading that as well. So those are a couple of things that are coming up as well. Um, I want to let you know what you probably already aware of is that our teaching uh, series this fall and actually a big part of this year is through the book of Acts. And the section we're in right now is called Ethnos. And two things about that. Um, one is that's just a great opportunity for you to read along in the book of Acts. We've got some great Bible studies picked out on Right Now Media related to um, the book of Acts. One of the things you might want to consider with your small group is you, if you've got a small group that has not yet is not yet at the point where they're coming on the weekends. They're still using the online platform. Some groups are actually watching together. They're doing uh, an online parties where they either use like a Facebook watch party and they all watch together, or they actually just gather in one location and they watch TV. And so they watch the, the, the service on, on, a, on a TV. And so that may be one way where your group can gather. I want to let you know that as part of that and part of just what we're doing and, and, this fall for discipleship. And this for me is probably the cornerstone of discipleship is we're having a major emphasis on prayer. So this Sunday we're launching 40 days of prayer. And again, if you're listening to this a little later, you didn't get to it for a week or so, just jump on wherever we're at. And 40 days of prayer is going to be just what it sounds like. It's going to be 40 days of prayer leading up to the election. And we're going to be praying for everything. We're going to be praying for families in our country. We're going to be praying for racial reconciliation and just, um, the end of this COVID pandemic. We're going to be praying for spiritual awakening. We're going to be praying against materialism. We're going to be praying repentance. We're going to be praying thanksgiving. We're going to be teaching people to pray by prayer. And so we're going to provide a lot of tools for that. One of the tools is that every week we're going to have a, a prayer guide for the week. You can pick up a paper copy of that on the weekends as you're coming to church, or you can download that. It'll be very easy. Just click the 40 days of prayer on the website. On the website, yep. and you'll be able to see that there. In addition to that, if you're on one of the social platforms, you know, Facebook or Instagram, I think are the two that we're on, every day we're going to be praying, uh, posting, hey, here's today's prayers for 40 days of prayer. In addition to that, we've got, you know, some other things that we're doing. As part of 40 days of prayer, we're doing um, four days of fasting and you may say, I don't know anything about fasting. Well, we've done a special podcast that you can find again on the website or if you subscribe to School of Unlearning, a special podcast that I recorded with Rob Galata that explains fasting. Oh, and, very cool. And, yeah, and so you can listen to that and um, learn about fasting and maybe do it as a group and all the different kinds of fasting. And some people will be fasting on food. Some people will be fasting on their phone. Some people will be fasting from news. Mm -hmm. Some people, just different kinds of ways. I'm going to set this thing aside to pray. And so that's part of it. In addition to that, on Wednesday nights at seven o'clock, um, we are going to have a, um, a time of prayer online. And so if you go to the website and you click on the, the, the tab there for uh, prayer, you will find that um, we are going to uh, uh, be live doing prayer together as a community. And so we pray a lot of people take place and advantage of that. In addition to that, we've got, we've, we started um, creating again the evening, morning, and um, midday prayers. And that has been just a wonderful experience of um, hundreds of people throughout the day taking time to pray, be, taking time to just lift up, you know, um, their day to God. So this is an all-out call to pray as part of what we're doing in the book of Acts. Uh, another thing we're doing as part of this is 
I've asked the people of the church to ask the Holy Spirit to give them the names of three people who don't know Christ, who we're praying for. And every weekend uh, here recently, I've been leading the church in um, um, just anyone who wants to accept Christ, a prayer to to receive Christ. And the first weekend we did that, we had 30 people respond by coming and pick up a booklet that was the next step for people who accepted Christ, um, which is cool. That's and, amazing. Yeah, so we're seeing God do great things in that. So one of the things I want to say to you as a small group leader is, is if you know someone in your group or in your circle who's accepted Christ, please let us know about that so we can reach out to them yep. and follow up. So so prayer is huge as an element of grow. Um, share is huge through prayer. Um, another aspect of that is baptisms. So we're getting ready to, we've started actually having some baptisms and we're going to start having more baptisms yeah, what's it's, that been looking like? Well, if you've got someone in your group interested in baptism, again, where would you go, Mark? You'd go to? Uh, Annie. Annie. Actually, <laughs> actually, in this case, you'd go to the website. Yes. And you just click on, because Annie's going to tell you to the website. Yeah, that's on right. baptism. And we have created a baptism class, our own baptism class, that is connected through Right Now Media. And people can go through that. They can tell their story. And that will all be sent to us, and then we'll help that person get to the point where we'll organize it and choose a time and get folks baptized. So we're just expecting God to do just really, really awesome things through all of this. And so this is a season where there's a lot going on, a lot being offered. And if you'll notice, a lot of it is not, hey, come join this 10-week thing or come, you know, to this class every week. It's trying to meet people where they're at and the complexity of where they're at. The, the cool thing even about something like a podcast, you can listen in your car, you can listen when you're exercising, you can listen while you're taking a walk. You know, um, devotions that are coming through social media, all the different ways that we're trying to engage people, keep them focused on Christ, points of intersection with their life. Um, just very, very, um, very, very cool season. And there are hundreds and hundreds of people who are responding. Yes, that's right. So... It's just an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be the church. It's an exciting time to do a lot of the changes and innovations that we probably needed to do for a long time. We will get back to the point where we are calling everyone into group life and we are building groups and we are reminding people how important it is to gather together. But we're, we're at a point right now where <clears throat> it's probably the case that easily two-thirds of our people are, com- are just not open to groups at all. They're just not. Um, simply because life is too complicated or... They just need to get through this pandemic. That's just how they feel about it. So we got to find other ways to interact with people. Well, and, and honestly, Paul, it's getting back to building on the basics of, of you know, what's the what's God's plan, right? right. And, uh, you know, you're, you've been focused so much on, on uh, you know, just the gospel and getting back to the gospel. Yep. And, you know, it just reminds us that in this time of so much uncertainty around us, you know, God is the rock of the of of our life, right? right. And uh, it gets us focused on that. It gets us focused back to prayer, yep, and just doing the things that are so uh, solid and so uh, needed in our lives. That's exactly right. And it, it's it's just shaking out all the extra stuff. Again, yep. you mentioned materialism and busyness mm-hmm. and inattention to family. I mean. There's huge opportunity with all of this. A couple of two, two other things. I'm just looking at my notes. I want to make sure I mention one is the prayer trails are open. We've yes. got those open. Um, we've got maps out there um, just to direct you where you need to go. Um, if you start in the prayer garden behind the church, there's there's a guided books to guide you through a prayer experience out there. So 
just get out in nature. It's a wonderful, wonderful gift we have, the acreage we have here. And so um, go ahead and use that. The other thing I wanted to mention is that we um, have actually been having um, a lot of ministry to a lot of our missionaries around the world. So there's been a couple of missionary families that we've actually helped get home from yeah. other parts of the country. And they were stuck, right? They During were the stuck. pandemic, right? Yep. I was just on the phone earlier today with another one of our missionary families who serves in East Asia, and um, they're really struggling. They're trying to figure out what they're supposed to do and where the kids are supposed to go to school, and they're making a plan, but we're coming alongside them, and we're going to help them out um, financially and just emotionally and spiritually and all the different ways we can. Um, There's another couple that is actually still in the country they serve, and they are serving in the Middle East. They've been in our church before, and because of where they serve, we don't mention their names, and we don't mention where they're serving. But they have actually reached out, and they have actually asked for a special kind of help. Um, They are looking for two to three people to actually come to their country, which, again, I'm not giving you the details. You'd have to call Annie and say, hey, I'm interested in what Paul was talking about with this mission experience but this country, this couple serving in the Middle East are looking for two to three people to come to their country over the Thanksgiving break and help serve them and missionaries from that entire region as they gather for a meeting and a, a, a time of retreat yeah. and um, just renewal. And they need some people to watch their kids while they're meeting. And so it'd be child care for missionary families in a country in the Middle East that we will tell you about if you're actually interested. Right. And so we're just kind of throwing that out there and seeing if God doesn't have something he wants to do with that. Yeah, that's about a 10-day, uh, it sounds like yep. about a 10-day commitment kind of with travel and kind of kind of how that all plays out. But uh, yep. uh, another serving opportunity for somebody that's uh, yes. feeling called. Yes, and it would have to be a call from God because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a crazy time to be traveling to the Middle East on a good day is kind of yes. a crazy thing to do. But this would have to just be God saying to somebody, you're supposed to do that. And the person just hearing God and listening to God. So... Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't ask if we didn't have a God who does that kind of stuff. That's right. So, um, yeah, so there's all kinds of really cool opportunities out there. Lots of things that God is up to. Um, again, I want to just let you know we are here for you. If you've got, you know, just something you really need to process, you certainly can reach out to Mark and I. But in general, if you've got questions, just uh, reach out to Annie. So grateful for Annie. She just, I mean, she's the person who just keeps the trains running on time. She's the person who really makes uh, formation just a, a really powerful thing in just the most wonderful way. So can, can I ahead. say something? Yeah, Absolutely. So, so, you know, it's just, I'm kind of reminded that, uh, you know, if, if a small group leader is just uh, kind of thinking, well, I'm, I don't know exactly what we really should be doing here for the next couple of months, engage your group in the 40 days of prayer. Yes. That is, that is where uh, the church is going to come together and really just uh, be focused on praying and uh, just take that, guide that you can get on off the website or that you pick up on the weekend and just use that as a guide through through your through your small group time and uh yep. engage your team and your in your in your group in uh, in prayer during this 40 days it's super important that we pray uh, because of all that's going on around us but uh, uh also because god told us that it's a good thing to do well what would happen in your life if you prayed for 40 days and then what would happen in your family's life if you mm-hmm. prayed for and then what if what if your group, and then what if hundreds of families in our church prayed for 40 days, we sought God's face, yep. we would probably be right in expecting God to do some pretty cool things. I think that's right. Yep. So that's that's our heart. That's where we're at. Um, yeah. And again, thank you so much for being co-laborers with Christ, co-laborers with us. You are called. You are a minister 
of Jesus Christ, your leader. And I'm just very, very grateful for all that you do um, in just shepherding the people of God. I know there's good days, there's bad days. I know you got a lot going on in your own life. Um, but just thank you for being the church in the most wonderful way. All right, Mark, you got anything else? I think we've covered it all. All right, well, thanks for joining us here, this episode of the School of Unlearning. A special edition just for you, small group leaders. We thank you and we love you.